You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is a nearly 100% Landon McCool. <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? I can't hear out of my right ear, and I still have all kinds of gross, nasty sinus issues going on. But I am here. I am. Uh, I, I taped myself up. Uh, I, I rubbed some dirt on it. And uh, and and I'm I'm here lining up, ready to uh, to to take it to for the team. This is your Michael Jordan. This flu is my podcast, Michael Jordan right? flu game. Yes, this is it. I hope I hope it's as epic. Uh, I will be your Scottie Pippen, and I will carry you throughout the podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, let's do some Twitter questions. This one comes from Nathan Jones. He says Mar was the 25th ranked kicker considering field goal percentage last year. Do you think the Cowboys might go out and grab a Robbie Gold, Jason Myers, or a Matt Bryant this offseason? So basically, do you think the Cowboys will look to upgrade the the place kicker position? Maybe, but at the same time, like, I, I, I it's tough to say. I'm sure that they will certainly bring in another guy for some some sort of competition. Um, you know, I I think that they clearly liked parts of. Mar game, you know, not so much necessarily the kicking, but the mentality part of it, which is a huge part of the kicking game for them. Um, I, you know, I, I also am one of those people that feels like young, kick, younger kickers can get better. I mean, he's not super young, but I think you know it's his first time kind of kicking in the NFL, and he can improve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure competition will definitely be brought in. Um, I, it, it'll be interesting. I think it'll be telling to see what level of competition gets brought in. And I think if, if they bring in a guy like uh, the, the the guys that they just that, that this person just mentioned. Uh, I, like a Rodney yeah, Gold, like, Matt yeah, Bryant, a veteran kicker. A veteran guy like that, I think that you're, you're you know, that they're looking, actively looking to replace him. Uh, otherwise, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in somebody just to kind of keep him, you know, just to keep the competition going and, and with the idea that, you know, Mar is going to win this and, and take the job. I struggle with the kicker because they, there's a couple of different things that go beyond just making and missing field goals. We know uh, that the Cowboys value a kicker that can kick the ball through the back of the end zone on kickoffs. They don't even want to mess with uh, these guys that are, are struggling on on the kickoff. And that's why I don't think like Matt Bryant's an issue because he just doesn't have the leg anymore yeah, to do that. And that's something to remember, uh, too. I, I, Right, and I think that's why I think they're gonna will, they're gonna go with Brett Maher one more year. They'll bring in probably an, an undrafted rookie guy to to bring him through camp and you know see see what he can do. Maybe even like what they did last year with Maher and just provide some competition or an emergency case. Uh, I don't see them. I don't see them moving on uh, from Maher next year. All right, this comes. This question comes from John. Is there a free agent defensive tackle you think the Cowboys could make a run at? Uh, we talked about Grady Jarrett on this podcast before. Uh, it sounds like Gerald McCoy isn't going to be released. Is there a guy that you've been kind of keeping your eye on that you think would make some sense in Dallas? Well, I mean, I think, you know, Jarrett was obviously the, the high-end priced one 
uh, and then the, there was obviously talk about um, uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Tampa Bay that uh, was the older McCoy. McCoy. Yep. Yeah, but it sounds like he also may um, end up not making it to the, you know I, I read somewhere that they said that they are looking to try to bring him back at a reasonable deal so we'll mm. see if that actually happens or not um you know I, i'm i think we had discussed you know some of these people like uh henry anderson from from the the jets uh formerly the colts yeah. yep that that one makes a lot of sense um you know, Marcus. I'll give you Marcus Hunt was the name that we talked about, though. I think he's now that I'm remembering, isn't he older? He is older. I think he's almost in his thirties. The the guy that I think makes some sense, uh, he played well at Oakland last year. Is Jonathan Hankins? If you're looking for mm. another one technique that uh, has some skins on the wall, I think Hankins makes sense if you get him on a cheap contract. I think I think Oakland signed him last year on a one year, two million dollar deal. I think that something like that could make sense. But haven't they made that clear that they don't like him? Like, I mean, they had every opportunity to, re- to sign him last year, and they didn't. You know, so but, or was it that he just wasn't healthy? Because I kind of don't remember. That's a good point. I don't remember that either. So maybe maybe that could have played into it. But it felt like they had a lot of opportunities to sign him and then didn't. But you're right; it could have very well be uh, injury based. Uh, you know, another game name that I would throw in there just because I, I like this name, and I, I don't. I mean, to me, he seems like a good fit would be uh, uh, Benny Logan. You know, I think he, yeah, I like he, Logan, I like yep. Logan a lot, and I think as a as a guy who could definitely give you some solid, you know, one technique snaps, and you know, possibly give you some three technique to, stuff too. Uh, you know, I like I like him as well. Um, you know, I mean, there's 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 guys out there. It's just about how much they fit, and I don't. You know, I think that's the question: is are they Looking to kind of go that route in the uh, in the defense in the defensive tackle realm in the free agency, or are they trying to get that guy more in uh, you know more in the realm of of free of uh, draft and, and you know undrafted free agency? You know because they clearly have have got like kind of an idea that they don't necessarily love to overspend for that position. I think they like right. Woods. You know, I think they'll probably bring him back. The question really becomes like when they're talking about these guys is is it an improvement on what you've got already? And if it's not a significant improvement and it's not you know a, at a good deal, then what then what are we doing? Like because I think that you know they can probably sign somebody who is equivalent to what they. I think they like the young players that they have at the position. You know, like I think that they like the. Uh, Dante Dayton Jones, who uh, was on IR, and I think he's coming back. They like Woods. They, you know, they like Ross. So I, I think it's going to have to be someone that is uh, an upgrade at the position, and then that person is also going to have to manage to fit through the kind of loophole of being an upgrade at the position, but also being relatively cheap. Because I don't know that they're going to want to spend big money on a defensive tackle unless it's a big name guy, and I don't know that that guy. Necessarily exist. I don't know if he's in this. I, I don't, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if he's in free class. agency. Yeah. Um, all right, our next question comes from Zach. Is there a place on this roster for a big-bodied slot receiver? Uh, today, before we jumped on the podcast, uh, Stephen Jones basically made it clear that the Cowboys want Alan Hearns back. He's under contract, and they assume that he's going to be ready for training camp. But assuming you know Hearns is out of the equation. Do they have somewhere where they could? Is, is that an option in the draft? You know, drafting one of these bigger guys and moving him into the slot. 
Drafting a wide receiver? Yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, but specifically, specifically a bigger slot receiver. Yeah, I mean, I think it's all on the table. I, I, I think that you know they are still trying to figure out all these roles. I mean, they have all these young players. You know, wh- whether or not Beasley comes back, that opens up another role. And I think you know how they fill those roles and the types of players that they fill those roles with. You know, I think that that might be up for a little bit more debate than it, it has been in the past because you've got a new offensive coordinator. You've you know you've got uh, a young team with talent, so I think they will try to do their best to put the players that they have on the roster in the best position to win, and then kind of look around and see what else they still need. Uh, and and you know, I I'm of the belief that that I that you can have a good slot player who's larger, and I think that's possible. And it's it sometimes it's a different type of player than what we've been used to playing in the slot as you know as a regular slot receiver but i think that that is there is value there and i think that especially in a world where none of these tight ends are jason witten yet i mean they're the, besides the fact that they play a different kind of game than he does i i they're not also the reliable option route types that you know that you know is just is going to find a way to get open every single time so i, I think that they they can find players to mix and match in a couple of different roles just 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 to kind of f- figure out ways to exploit the the rest of the players in their team and then where where are those holes left okay we got cooper on the outside we we still need somebody to work the middle sh- short middle of the field who's that going to be mm-hmm. okay now okay. we can get a guy that we could be a tight end it could be a a slot receiver they need to find out where the the open zones are being left on the field when they when they deploy their players and then find players who can operate in those open zones and and that's really more the important uh, you know, kind of role to fill rather than thinking of it as does it need to be a slot receiver or does it need to be a tight end? I, I think they need to find players who are adept at attacking the areas of the field uh, that complement the rest of the players on their team. As much as I like the idea of getting a bigger slot receiver, because we're starting to see it across the league with Juju Smith-Schuster and Jarvis Landry and even Michael Thomas to a, a degree, I still think a player like Cole Beasley makes the most sense in this offense, especially with Prescott, who likes to see his receivers open. Uh, and, and they just don't have a dynamic tight end. I think they need to get somebody that can create quicker separation rather than a, you know, a guy that go up and rebound passes. Um, this next question comes from Bradley, and it's one of my favorites. Uh, his question is Tyler Eifert with a question mark. Uh, do we do we think the Cowboys are going to sign or at least be interested in Tyler Eifert? Uh, well, to be clear, it doesn't say Tyler Eifert question mark. It says Tyler Eifert W. What, I'm assuming <laughs> that's supposed to be a question mark. Which, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's all the way on the other side of the QWERTY keyboard from the question mark. So I don't know how you thought that. But I'm going to go ahead and agree with you that Bradley was asking a question here. Uh, and, and if he wasn't, I, I like the assertion that he's just, you know, he's not questioning. He's telling us Tyler Eifert W as in it's a win to get Tyler Eifert. Uh, I, I, I like it. I mean, I think it, it fits a lot of. What? How we like to operate? How? How? In a free agency? How? Look, this is a great. This is this is a great fit because it's a high upside guy. This is a guy that if he's healthy and he's playing at, at his level that we know he can play, he's de- a definite improvement on what you've got. I mean, he's sure. at, at times when when this guy is healthy, and I, I don't know if now this is what I don't know. I, I don't know if he has all these injuries eventually added up and is, has he lost so much that he's not that guy anymore? This is what I think it's difficult to parse, but 
if if he still has a lot of that spark that he had, I mean, this is a top ten pick. You know, like this was a this is a guy who was drafted above Zach Ertz. You know, as a tight end, and so. Uh, yeah, there's lots of potential for Tyler Eifert. His injury, his issue has always only been injuries. Um, so I, I, I love the idea of you know taking a flyer out and see see what it does, see see what he does, and if he gets hurt, you know obviously that's not great, but but you can figure out ways to you know work the contract to kind of protect yourself there. Uh, you know, I and I'm not no offense to Cincinnati, but. You know, a lot of it could be that the Cowboys have a better medical staff than Cincinnati does. So maybe that provides him more opportunity to play and, and better professionals to work with there to kind of get him on the field. So I like the idea. I, yeah, I'm for it just because, I, again, it's one of those rare situations where it's a, it's probably a low-cost investment, or it should be a low-cost investment, and the uh, potential to you know get – a high upside there, a guy that's better than you know, an improvement on the on the two guys you have, which is that's that's the thing that I'm I'm struggling with with this tight end class is that how much am I going to have to pay for a guy that I'm not even sure is going to be better than, uh, you know, uh, or good enough that I want to take away snaps from Schultz and and Jarwin who are ascending players, you know. So Eifert is one of those guys who who might be the rare player who it ha- brings a skill set that that they don't have. Would probably be willing because of his health issues to work in a rotation, which I think is a big part of this. Because again, I do want Jarwin, I do want Schultz to get snaps because I want them to get better, and I think they are getting better. Uh, I, I think it's just kind of a perfect fit if he's willing to, you know, sign a contract here. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this on a podcast. Actually, it was on February sixth because I went back and looked. Oh, um, why'd you go back? I, I like it when you go you go back and look because that means there's a reason. And what's the reason? <laughs> The reason is I've heard the Cowboys are doing a lot of work on Tyler Eifert to the point to where some of the other Notre Dame players on the roster are starting to actively recruit him, uh, such as Zach Martin and Tyler Eifert. Zach Martin, who happens to be one of Tyler Eifert's best friends. Aren't they they brother-in-laws? Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think I think I think I I could be wrong, but I kind of think Zach Martin is married to. Tyler Eifert's sister. I think that's what or, it is. Or, or maybe Tyler's married to Zach's sister. Something like that. I, I feel like that there's a marriage connection there, if I'm not mistaken, that they're brother-in-laws. I do, re- I do remember the picture of Zach Martin at one of the weddings just trashed and sweat. Trashed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, I think the Cowboys are going to sign Tyler Eifert. Mm. I, think, I think this makes a lot of sense. It's a pretty low-risk signing. I think they saw last year that they want to be a little bit more dynamic. Uh, they know that Eifert's injury history is not great, uh, but I think this is a a pretty low risk move. So I I, I fully expect uh, the Cowboys to, to put in an offer for Tyler Eifert this offseason. Real quick, real quick, now, real quick. Yeah, it is Eifert, Eifert. Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert's sister married Zach Martin. There we so go. They are brothers in law. I want to talk about another Bengals player for a second. Now, this isn't a question. Actually, it is a question. Somebody just sent it to us. Um, There was a report that came out when we were recording this podcast that the Bengals are set to trade John Ross, and they're looking to to trade him during the NFL Combine. Would Mm. that be a player that you're interested in making a move for, considering he has a lot of speed, Injuries have been a problem, but you know he just hasn't found the right situation for him. Is could John Ross be the missing piece on the Cowboys' offense? 
Well, John Ross, uh, I mean, just, just to kind of go back, I mean, he play has played. He's been in the league two years. He came in in the 2017 draft, right? He's played mm-hmm. 16 games in two years, so he's had you know injury issues to be sure. Uh, I think you know when he came out of college. He he was special type of speed player, you know. I mean, he's he's one of those diminutive Z receiver types. He's you know under six feet, probably under two hundred pounds. But I mean, electric. But he's not speed. little like Beasley, though. He's not he's not a five. No, 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 He's no, a guy no. that can no, play no. on the outside. No, no, he's no. no he's, made that clear. He's, you're right. He's definitely not. I, I didn't mean to imply that. Yeah, he's definitely a, 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 an outside wide receiver. Like he he's not someone who has to exclusively operate in in the slot, right? Um, you know, I mean, he's a guy who I think probably got overdrafted to a certain, well, I mean, yeah, I, he definitely got overdrafted. Uh, I, you know, I mean, but again, when you look at a guy like this, all you can do is look at that four two two speed. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. he ran a four two two in the, at the combine and, um, yeah. And that's why he he went, you know, top ten in in 2017. You know, can he? This is a guy who has had injury issues going back into through college. So this, you know, again, this there's a lot to evaluate here. How much of it? How what's the deal with the Cincinnati medical staff? Are they competent? Is there could there is there an issue no. here? Like is that part is, of the problem? Is there anything competent about the Bengals? Anything? I, 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 I heard Cincinnati's got nice chili. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess these are all things you have to weigh. And, and, and here's the other part of the question is, is what are they willing to give up for John Ross? Because how about, how about a first round pick swap? How, would you trade taco for John Ross? Yeah, I think, it, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, well, yeah, I think I would. I, I, I mean, would they, I guess maybe because the contract is – I mean, I don't know what their cap situation is, but I imagine that a ninth overall pick is probably pretty expensive right now. Um, yeah, and it's it's probably one of those things where, you know, they realize that it's probably just not going to work out here for Ross. The expectations were too high. We've seen this happen all the time with receivers. They they leave one spot where they drafted that, and all of a sudden they get significantly better on their second team. It would not surprise me if John Ross turned into a competent player somewhere outside of Cincinnati. Look, I mean, he has incredible speed. He he has, I mean, he played incredible his senior year in at Washington. I think he had over a thousand yards receiving, and I don't know a, a bunch of touchdowns. I mean, so it, this is not like. Do you know how many touchdowns he had this year? Do you know how many, guess how many he had this year? I don't know how many he had. Seven. So it's not like he, he was seven touchdowns this year. Yeah, on twenty catches. Wow. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we know he's talented. We've seen in the NFL. We've seen him be good. It's for me. It's not so much his ability. It's his, his injury, and that's why you're getting him so cheap. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the question is if you if you're trading for that. You're taking on a large contract. I mean, I don't know what his deal is, but I mean, I'll it, look it up. It's got to be expensive. I'll go ahead and look, it up. Uh, look it up real quick. But uh, you know that—that's ultimately, and that's not so much of a deal for the Cowboys. I mean, you know, we did hear that this morning that it looks like Stephen Jones is ready to re-sign everybody on the team. 
but I, I, I can't imagine that, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine that he's going to come cheap because, like I said, he's a top 10 pick and he was, it's only two years ago. So this year and, and, and next year, got to be pricey. Here's this cap numbers for the next two seasons. 4.6 million, 5.4 million, and that does include the fifth year option. So that's cheaper than Alan Hearns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd do that. I mean, I, I think I would. Uh, just to take take the chance. I mean, look, Taco is it's just not working out. I mean, uh, and so like if, if you could get anything for him, then maybe that's great, but I I don't know if they'd go for that. I mean, if they go for that, then I I think I'd probably do it, but I don't know. I'm not sure that they would. I'm not sure they would either, but I would at least offer it. See what see what Cincinnati wants for John Ross. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're pretty set at receiver now with A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd, uh, and they've got some other guys they like there in the slot. So would they take a chance on a – I mean, the, the thing is, Taco kind of fits what they want in their defensive ends. He's these big, big athletic, a lot of toolsy kind of guy. Wouldn't be surprising if they, they like Taco quite a bit coming out of the draft. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time. Yeah.